Create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is Fran Sydney. I'm your host. This is episode 95 and I want to make sure you remember this is all for you. This podcast is for you to create the life you want. So feel free as always to leave comments or reviews or share episodes with somebody who might enjoy them so we can spread the word and really learn how to do those basic steps that help us to get what we really want. And in this new series of episodes, I'll be focusing on the anxiety that comes to many small business owners when they're thinking about creating videos. As we have been saying, as you all know, having a business means being visible. People have to be able to find you. And video is one of the great ways that we can use to be visible. So in the previous episode, we talked about the mindset and the reasons why you are doing this. What are you trying to convey to the people who are listening to you? Who is your audience? We also mentioned how to become comfortable with the content that you are going to share with other people and about solving problems. So in this episode, we are going to talk about your video content plan. This is so exciting. I love talking about this. And one of the first questions that we need to get asking is this. What is the purpose and the outcome of a video that you are making? In other words, what is that you want to happen because there was a video there? And of course, if you start recording and talking without this purpose in mind, you're not likely to achieve a purpose. So for example, if you really want to sell many cars, right? And you have Ford, lots of old models, and you start talking about all sorts of stuff. And then after five minutes you're talking, you mention that you sell cars. Do you think that many people will be actually listening to the video, listening to you? They're gonna, you know, after a minute or two, they're gonna say, what is he going on about? And they're just gonna go to the next because we have such a scarcity of video, haven't we? Not. We have billions of videos. So people will quickly move on to the next one. If your video doesn't start by telling them what you will do for them. Are you going to entertain? Are you going to sell something? Are you going to educate? What is the purpose? So just like we say here in the beginning of my podcast, what we're going to talk about, I suggest you do the same for your videos. So of course, we might start wondering, oh gosh, I can't do this because... I don't know what to talk about here, but if you've done all the previous podcast uh, checklists and you worked out all the answers to those questions, you should be knowing what is your purpose and what is your outcome already. So that leads me to the second point. Who is your audience? So think about when you make a video, you don't make a video for everyone in the world because, you know, in marketing, we will say and repeat, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Or if you're talking to everybody, you are talking to nobody. Whatever sounds better to you. You know, English is my first language, it's my second or third. So who is your audience? Who are these people? Where do they hang out? Where do they go? What do they buy? What do they wear? What do they drink? What are you selling to them? Or if it's not a selling video, if this video, for example, is for family history, for genealogy reasons, it's part of you talking about your family. Who is going to listen to this? This will change the tone, the content, the type of technology you use, everything. The colors, the um, 
every place where you're gonna be is gonna be different. So make sure you know who you're talking to. So for example, let's think about you sell a product that is geared for men who go to the gym and are between 25 and 35 years old and maybe they have a decent um, job like a, a middleweight manager in a company. And so you want to talk about them and get into this gym and you want to offer your membership. What would you talk about? Would you start your video with some romantic music, with some flowers and with some pink colors? You really wouldn't. You will have all this sort of uh, nice beats and nice strong music that will make me feel like, wow, I, f I really feel, you know, this is groovy, this is lovely. And I really like these, um, these beats and these videos and then the way you're talking will be energetic and, and full of, you know, that kind of power because the video is for people who will enjoy that, who want to be pumped up, who want to feel the power. They wanna say my name, but they holding back. They wanna say they hate, but they know it's cap. I ain't playing no games. I just do that fact, and I don't feel no shame. It's a mood you lack. I go crazy. Nah, I ain't lazy. Track after track, I work on the shit. The same is for any video where you want to uplift people, make you feel like full of energy and radiance. You want something really strong and purposeful, and really focus on that. So make sure that the age is a very important thing in your choice of music. I do like changing music quite a lot in, in my in my podcasts, but it's a little bit different when you want uh, the music to be together with the images. So make sure that the two things go together so it really resonates with the audience. Your next question is, where do you need to post the video so that your chosen audience will actually find it? So if you're talking about 10 to 18 years old, don't just go on Facebook. They might be using TikTok or maybe Snapchat or maybe Instagram, but certainly they're not all over Facebook. Most of the time, Facebook is now for 30 plus and 40 plus, but not always, okay? But I'm saying you need to find out from professionals where the people that you are targeting go to watch videos because there is no point if you make the most beautiful video perfect in every way if it's not posted in a platform where it will be seen by your target audience. So take some time, ask people around you, ask your colleagues or even ask young people, interview them and say where do you go? If you're looking for a new outfit for playing football and I sell those, right? And I want everyone to have a wonderful outfit why would you go looking for one and listen to these people? Because they are going to give you golden answers that are so useful for you. So you can be visible in the right place at the right time by the right people. In fact, posting a video while people are at school or at work might end up in the problem that your video will be buried under many other videos. So you want to time that to come out just as the people get out of school, get out of work and they might be in the bus or with friends and they're scrolling around. So if you find that your video is not getting any listeners, it could be just posted at the wrong time of the day for your time zone. 
Okay, let's put a little bit of energy in this then. So what is the problem that you are solving? Which is so, so important. If you don't know what you're solving, how do you think you're gonna sell your solution to other people? Is it a new detergent powder that cleans better than anything else? Is it a new cream that makes you look amazing and younger? Is it a drink that is so good for you or tasty or makes you feel gorgeous? I don't know, whatever you are selling, is it therapy or coaching? Are you selling architectural designs? It doesn't matter what it is, you are solving a problem, okay? When people go on the net looking for something, even if it's just entertainment, they're looking for something, they want to be soothed, they want to be relaxed, they want to be energized, maybe they want to fix something broken, they want to save a relationship, they want to lose weight, stop drinking or smoking, they might want to, for example, find clothes that will fit them when nobody else has their size. So it has to be a problem in your mind. You have to be very, very clear on what is a problem that you are solving. And you won't believe how many people I talk to and I tell and I ask them, what do you do? And they just fumble for half an hour, not able to tell me what they're doing and who they're helping to do what. And if they don't know it, how can they be clear about it in a video? They're just gonna waffle for half an hour and then they're gonna be frozen because they haven't really thought about this. So take some time, if you are not there yet, to realize what is it you're doing? What is your mission? What is it you're interested in? What do you do to help? people but don't get stuck just on the how get more interested in the fact that you solve the problem because most people are not really interested in knowing how you do it but just want to solve the problem and this concept leads me to another observation because there are people entrepreneurs who go on and on and on about the fact that they have been trained by so-and-so famous people and you know I bet it's your possible customers I'm not going on the net to see. I wonder who's been trained by Tony Robbins and who's been trained at Harvard. They're looking for a solution to the problem. Okay? So if you're looking for a relaxing type of music that will make them feel amazing in the night, they're not going to start looking at, right? How many Swedish musicians might have recorded something that will find useful? No, most people just Google or go to YouTube and put relaxing music. And that's what's gonna happen. They are not worried about who trained the musician, the surgeon, the dentist, the carpenter. They just want to see that the product is good and the product is going to give them that solution, that soothing feeling, that happiness, that holiday, whatever. So get very clear on this issue. And let's move to number five. Okay, so what do you want your client to do after he or she has seen all your videos and all your posts? What is the action that you want them to start doing? Because they have watched your video. Let's say, for example, that you sell a hypnosis subscription service that will help people to stop smoking or do emotional eating, things like that. And you want them to receive a new recording for free every month if they just pay this monthly fee, let's say five pounds a month, okay? So if you do a video about that, 
I don't want you to spend half an hour talking about, oh yeah, I've been trained by job logs and I spent 20 years doing this. We don't care. We want to know, do you have a product that will help me to stop smoking or do emotional eating? That's what we want to know. So once they found out that, they're gonna say, wow, this person is great. I just love it. What they're doing is amazing. I want to buy that. And then we're gonna start wondering, oh wait, where do we get the product? Is there a website? Is there a phone number? Is there an email I can write to? Is there a PayPal where I can, you know, can I use cash? How do I buy this? Oh, actually, wait, is this guy asking me to buy or is he just talking about it? Oh, he's just talking about it. What a shame, because I wanted to do more and I'm not able to go ahead with my purchase. I'm just going to look somewhere else. And this happens with a lot of people who think they have talked about the correct thing, but maybe they forgot to write down maybe a little bullet point of putting an offer in the end. If there is no offer, the client is going to say that was a great video and then it's going to move on and do something else and forget because we are so full of things to do. We have busy lives, we have so many other videos and you know, the next video could be your competitor who remembered to put in the end a call for action. So if you're selling windows, you want to say in the end of the video, make sure you get your free consultation. We're going to come and measure your house for free pressing this button, we can arrange an appointment. Put a link to Calendly or whatever you like. Make sure the customer knows where to find you, how, how to find you, and to how to buy whatever you are selling or have a consultation. Okay, and let's go now to point number six. What is that your customer needs to feel to take action? Okay? to contact you so you can buy your product or arrange your consultation, subscribe to your service. What does it need to feel? Now you're going to say, why? They don't need to feel anything. And I'm telling you, believe me, that nobody in the world does anything unless it's for a feeling. We always try to get ourselves to a pleasurable feeling. And we try, try to get automatically as far as possible from pain. So all we do in the human behavior is to take us closer to pleasure and as far as possible from pain. So even if you see that a person is working day and night and is really tired, you think, oh, it doesn't do that for a feeling. Yes, it does. Because behind these tireless hours spent at work, there is a desire to achieve something very specific. And that desire is giving the final feeling that supports him through all these hours of work. So every single thing we do is to get a feeling. Assuming, for example, that you are selling sports cars in a town where there aren't many people and you have a nice dealership and nobody's actually stopping by and then you decide, well, why don't I just expand and make sure that everyone in the town knows about me and other people. So you go on YouTube, and you start making videos about your lovely sport cars. So you don't go around and say, I, right, hello everyone, uh, here I am. I've been in this town for five years and um, I thought it would be just time to talk to you guys and, and just keep going like that. They're gonna shut off the video. You have to start 
the feeling they want to get. So why would people buy a sports car? Because it's fast, because it looks amazing, because it looks sleek, because it might attract the wrong type of friends. I know, that's another topic. But uh, the sport car gives you the kind of freedom, sense of achievement for some people, and the sense of speed. And some people like the sense of danger and the thrill. So you want to think about that feeling. And so you're gonna concentrate and make your videos of the person who will buy it, who has specific reasons, specific needs to feel. That person can listen to your video and feel, yes, this is what I want. I feel amazing. I'm gonna feel great by having this car going at a certain speed when it's appropriate and touching all the controls. I'm gonna feel amazing because you are gonna use the right content, tone of voice, colors, music to make this feeling appear in the person listening. And at the same time, if you want a person to, for example, relax, and be really, really, really relaxed, more relaxed, and deeper and deeper and deeper, because maybe you sell hypnotic recordings, or maybe you do sound healing, you're gonna put the music that is very, very slow and soothing. You're gonna put something really loud and noisy and heavy metal, aren't you? You're gonna put the music, they will put them in that condition. Already make them feel amazing and calm. And then you're gonna tell them all the nice things they're gonna feel when they listen to your recording. And then in the end, they're gonna be more of a soothing thing. So they're gonna have the experience of having a little bit of feeling even before buying your product. So all is around this feeling they're gonna have, the freedom they're gonna have, or anything else that you are proposing to pass to your customer. And I want you to pay particular attention to something called short time offers and urgency. Because if you have a product that costs five pounds and you can buy anytime, okay, that's fine. But if it's a product that costs a little bit more, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, a thousand pounds, or dollars, or yen, right? <laughs> Let's not talk about currencies. You know my point, right? If you have this product, it is always there with that price. People can just come anytime. There is no urgency. But if you do a special offer, then you're getting the antennas up and you say, oh, okay, today this particular item that I really want, or this particular experience, say for example, a nice holiday in the Canary Island, well, this week only is only, I don't know, 500 instead of 1,000. Well, that's a good deal. So a person who was already thinking about that will say, wow, that's a good deal. I better get it now because next week is going to be over and then I will have to pay the full price. And the sense of scarcity is really good because it makes people make the decision now instead of waiting and maybe forgetting about it. You know that the system works really well because every time you go to the grocery store you will see a limited deal, limited time deal. This is only for you today, free, buy free, pay for two. But nowadays it's more like buy one and pay for free because the prices are so much higher, right? But that's another topic, let's leave it. <laughs> so let's go back to our topic. So the urgency is important. 
However, I have to double warn you about this because I am in the email list of many people and some keep sending me emails about their course, their product, whatever product they have or experience and they say short time offer, this is the last day, that's the last deal. Eh, okay, they send it this week, then they send another one next week, then they send another one, oh, short time only, another week. Sometimes I get it every day. So in the end, this short time deal is an all time deal. So there is always a deal, it's always discounted. And so you never pay full price. So there's a point where you lose the, um, not the credibility, but the sense of urgency because you just know, because you receive so many messages, you know that there is no urgency. So you're not likely to take more action unless you have a further desire to really want that experience because maybe you like the person, you like the product, you like the whole experience with them. And so at some point you're just gonna join, but there is no emergency. So if you're supposed to pay the bills, like we are all, and you want a regular income, make sure that all your offers are not something that keeps coming on in the inbox of people, until they are so tired they are not even listening to you. So find the sweet spot between offering too much and too urgent and too often and offering nothing or something that is always boring, not appealing and not really coming at the right time. Just think it through, maybe with a strategist and make your decision and test the market and see what will happen. I remember spending a couple of years doing lots and lots of marketing courses with some big gurus, including Amy Porterfield, etc. It was all on Facebook courses, amazing people. And one of the big things that I remember, I think it was in the course with Big Phil, I can't remember that. And um, they said that there are lots of YouTubers that have literally millions and millions of followers, but they haven't sold a dollar of anything because they don't know how to sell. While other people, they don't have millions, but when they talk, they sell. So there is something to that, that, uh, you know, it's, it's a big topic. And um, how to sell is really an art, how to talk to people, how to make them feel like you understand what they need and how you're going to meet their needs. That's all there is. So let's go to number seven. Now, point number seven is what is going to happen when your customer has watched your amazing video because you follow all these basic steps, you prepared an amazing video, there is a call to action. So now you have to think and plan ahead, where will the customer land after he decides to do more? Is there something ready for him? What can you prepare for this person? Is there a Calendly.com link so he can schedule a consultation with you? So maybe you can go and visit to see if you can make the sofa covers that he wants. Yeah. Or maybe you are a private midwife and you can schedule the appointment to visit the woman and see how you can help her in the future and what's the birth plan. Whatever it is, there has to be linked to something. What are you going to prepare? Is there a sales page? You know, one of these very long sales page that never ends with lots of testimonials, lots of people, lots of photos never ends and then keeps you know with this read big red writing by now and and it never ends you think wow there must be a hundred pages here is there one of those that you want to make then you have to have it designed so that it's more compelling for a person and get the person really willing to get into your product 
and really resonate with it. Is there a product page? So you can see maybe five or six versions of your product. If it's a car, do you have different model V state, uh, the electric one, the diesel one? Have you got loads of ways to show your product, to display it to its best so that people can really appreciate it? What is that they can do? Are they going to be able to pay? So then you have to have a website there which allows you to take payments. Or is that a download? Then we have to give a link, maybe on WeTransfer. Whatever it is, you have to think this through because guess what? When you are doing your show, your little video, which is a show really, you have to send the person straight to their place. So they know what to do because let's say it when people find something really complicated unless they're absolutely in love and they're gonna do the digging if they cannot find out quickly and easily how to get their hands on the thing that they really want they just move on because they say well whatever i click it doesn't work and remember to check that your website works and opens on mobile phones on ipads or tablets of all sorts and on desktop especially mobile phone the text might disappear or it might move so here's my suggestion put all your text in the middle not on the right or on the left because in a lot of devices these text will disappear and if the phone number was there you're stuck and just uh, just to make sure we understand that to make sure that your sale can happen and that the payment can be done there are loads and lots of systems that I'm not going to talk about now because it's a bit more complex and it goes beyond the scope of a podcast, which is to simplify the steps, not to complicate them, because we could have hundreds of pages about Stripe and Wise or PayPal and whatever. So you need a way to connect your audience to a payment method that is verified by your bank. And everything is correct it doesn't look dodgy doesn't go to the scam folder must be a very good provider you need to look at all the fees so before you start talking about selling you have to have found a way that is good for you to sell stuff to take payments with one of these little portable devices if they come to your place or if you're doing that online so you have to make sure it is all sorted out and you're happy with your fees and everything so then it's all streamed and normal and it's not a problem that payments get cancelled or people get lost or think oh my gosh this is a scam i'm not sure what's gonna gonna happen here so this is a very important part because if you don't sell well your business cannot pay your bills and finally you want to make sure that sometimes if you have person to person business where you actually see the person you want to make sure that they know that you accept cash payments. You know that nowadays nobody talks about cash much, but cash does exist and cash should be always available to the population. Shouldn't be something difficult to obtain. And if a person comes, maybe an older person, they don't really like credit cards and banks, they just want cash. So you want to make sure if you have a presence on the internet and they found you because maybe a grandchild told them, yes, grandma, you can go there, they can do your feet here, no problem. But when they can come, they will be cash a cash register a way for them to deal with you so you can get payments and give them change and make sure they are comfortable with that and you are comfortable with all sorts of transactions whether it's paypal or bank transfer or cash so and and also currencies if you are in europe 
and your price is in euros, you might want to put a calculator there underneath so people can quickly find out what it is in dollars or in pounds or whatever other currency they're using. This just helps the whole situation to be a little bit clearer and so the experience is easier. And remember, people do not like very complicated websites. They like it clean and clear and easy. If it's too complex and things are looking a little bit, uh, people might start thinking, well, is this a, a proper website? So make sure that after you've done this professional video, it is followed by a professional looking website. Clean, clear, easy. And that was it for today. I hope that this was helpful to get everything moving here. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about what to do in your plan so that you can get this response from the client. Thinking about your backgrounds, thinking about how to write your content, how to make a strategy about your content. We're going to talk about the recording part so that you, we're going to have all the steps to get you to actually make the video and all the way to close and everything. But not all the details because, back again, if I tell you too much of the details, you're going to end up having so many things to do that you won't do any. So I'm just giving you the basic 10 points next week for a video production plan. That's it, folks. It's all done for now. So any questions, just let me know. And thank you so much for being with me. Take care. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.